Hi there, you. Yes, you. We're so glad you found us. Welcome to Embers, a podcast by Volo. We live in a world of digital overload. We at Volo are committed to guiding teens as they seek to create real connections. Once they experience the power of human relationships and their vast capacity for love, we challenge them to go out and make the world a better place. We take teens from all walks of life on retreats. In this space, they are eager to open up and uncover what matters most. For them, it's pretty simple. Sustained, unplugged, face-to-face connection, a sense of belonging. Our podcast is a hub of inspiration for both teens and adults. Embers is a place where our teens share their stories as they navigate the waters between childhood and adulthood. We realize they've got a lot to teach us. What they hope for sounds good to us, too. Join us here as Volvo Youth explore timely and compelling topics, fanning the embers burning in each of us. In this episode, we sat down to have a conversation about how teens balance schoolwork with their other priorities and ultimately find contentment in their everyday. Come along. Hi, I'm Dana. Hi, I'm EJ. Hi, I'm Laura. I'm Grady. I'm curious to talk to you all about the concept of time. As we work with teens, it's a concept that in one form or another seems to emerge every time we're together. Even when you simply hear the word time, what it makes you think about in your daily life. So for me, time has a lot of different I guess I use my time in very different ways Um, school takes up a lot of that on the daily basis and being at school doing school work thinking about school but also like family time and time with my friends and time with my sister especially are pretty important to me and being able to balance my time in a way that feels conducive to me living a healthy life is very important, especially with the school family friend balance. That's something I've struggled with in the past. And right now, not having a job, I don't have to deal with work-life balance as well. That's come up a lot with me and being able to put down my homework and say, no, I need to be done with this for today. And I need to spend time with my family or I need to have me time or do just sometimes for me, I need to just take a break from certain things for a little bit so I can kind of recenter myself and get back into a better place where I'm happy with how I'm spending my time, keeping a good balance there for me. When I think of the word time, I really think of it as just us as teenagers and us as humans, we really don't have enough time or we think we don't because with so many things going on with school and family and relationships just all around, then we don't really take enough time to sort of figure them out in the moment and we get too worked up about the future and end up worrying about things in the moment and lag it on, I guess. And I guess we just don't think about taking time to really just think about what matters most in our lives. 
So when you all are thinking about balancing your time, Laura and EJ, you both brought up that word, and Grady, maybe you have a sense of it as well. As you're making choices in how to spend your time, what factors play into your decisions? And I'm recognizing that some of those are in your control and some of those are out of your control. So I'm curious how that all plays out in your life. The biggest factors that play into my choice or lack of choice in doing what I want and balancing my time well, a like homework has to be done and there's no way around that for me. You do the homework so you can go to school and so yeah, it's just part of what has to be done and family time is sometimes my mom saying hey, you have to spend time with the family now, like been doing your homework for a long time or you've been with your friends all day or something and that we need to like see you and you need to be part of the family. And then my friends is me. I guess being with my friends and family makes me happy and feels good to be in relationships with a deep sense of connection. And I get a lot of that through my friends. And some of it's at school in the school social scene, but a lot of it for me is out of school and... I have a lot of freedom, I guess, to do what I want to do. My parents usually trust that I get my homework done and that I'm not doing something else when I say I'm doing my homework. Or if I'm with my friends, like they know that I'm going to be with my friends and not thinking about my homework and not stressing about that. And so I think that's what helps me. I guess when I get into one thing, I'm pretty in that one thing in the moment. And that's super, I guess, constructive to me being who I want to be and not being super distracted by other things. Granted, that does change a little bit with some homework time occasionally, but those are probably some of the bigger factors for me and what I do and how I spend my time. Kind of a balance, it sounds like, between what you're choosing to do weighed with what expectations folks at school or your family may have on you. Yeah, definitely. And I I guess two of the biggest family relationships that I have to uh, continue, I guess, are me spending time with my sister and also my grandmother. My grandmother will never say, you need to come down and spend time with me. And my sister will be like, EJ, I'm sad that you're not spending time with me, but I get that you're making other choices. And so those are really like me. If I want to hang out with my grandmother, I'll go down and say hi to her. And that's usually daily. And same with my sister. Like I say hi to her every morning and chat a little bit if we're walking together or something. But like it's usually me saying, hey, Ellen, want to go bowling? Or, hey, Ellen, let's go watch a movie together or something. And my parents, it's like, you have to come spend time with us now. And um, it's sometimes not as natural. And I guess with my friends and with Ellen and with grand- my grandmother, it's a lot more natural and just kind of going with the flow and how things are feeling, I guess. It seems to me like most of the time we have as teens is filled up with stuff that we have to do. Um, like EJ was talking about homework and even sometimes family time can feel there's pressure in the in the vast majority of the time that we have, especially where EJ is as a senior. It gets really busy. And would you say, Grady, when you're talking about your commitments, and I know that you did sports through high school, if you felt good about the time you would spend at practices and competitions, or if that felt like a it pulled too much on what might have been free time? Yeah, I think that I chose sports generally that I really enjoyed. So that wasn't as much a factor for me because I really love Nordic and I would rather be doing Nordic than most things any day. So even when it was like an hour day driving to New Hampshire to go skiing, like I really enjoyed every minute of that. But I can also see where if I was doing a sport I didn't like or felt pressured to do, it would, yeah, it just wouldn't be as fun. 
any of your experiences, do you all feel like you're in school with kids who are doing sports who don't love it? And maybe there are external factors that uh, are pressuring those kids to continue their athletic careers in high school? Yeah, I feel as though a lot of the time, like high school students, we sort of end up complaining about how we were late at a sports practice or a sports game earlier, like later um, the last night. And then we have a test the next morning in one of our important AP classes. And we really just stress about that and we're tired. And we talk about that a lot and complain about it to our peers and our teachers and everything. But really, it's our choice to start this sport and you have to be committed to it. And it's just really a big commitment. And it's great to have that sort of compassion for a sport when you see um, high school students taking part in both AP classes and sports and just everything else adding on to that. It's a really big deal to feel like you can have that load on your shoulder. For me personally, my experience with sports is a lot like Grady. I play ultimate frisbee and I enjoy every minute of every tournament and practice and game. My team's super great. We all get along really well. I think last year we had like 35 people on the team maybe, so it was not a small team. But for me with ultimate, my school's pretty relaxed about the whole thing. And like, yeah, you have to show up at practices and tournaments unless you're sick or have another very pressing commitment. But we're not in it to win it. We're in it to have fun. And I think that being in it to win it for some people is really good and being in it to have fun is really good for other people. And I know that I'm not a super competitive person. And so being in it to have fun and just having that standard for the team, I guess. And there are some people who are in it to win it and we never do, but um, that's kind of beside the point. I think that there are a lot of different approaches to sports and something that I've noticed in my friend groups and school this year is that there are a lot of people that really enjoy the cross-country running team, for instance, but there are also people that really don't and have been not forced to do it by their parents, but strongly encouraged to do it by their parents. And a lot of people are saying, wait, this isn't something that I want to be spending my time doing. This is coming from you guys, not from me. And so there have been a lot of people that have just said that they're done with it this year and have either found another sport to do that they enjoy or... Um, are spending their time doing things that is important to them and as in being with their family or hanging out with friends or whatever that may be or playing music. I know for a few people that that's really what brings them joy, not cross-country running. And so they're recognizing that in themselves and that's pretty impressive. And I think especially like coming from and seeing somebody say like, wait, and like recognizing that in themselves, I think that's pretty impressive. And Do you all think that's less common in terms of the idea of kids in high school leaving a sport, quitting a sport, despite pressures perhaps from their family or their coaches to continue? Do you think that that's not the norm, that for the most part, kids are kind of, for lack of a better word, stuck in their sport if they have started at freshman year? I think kids pretty much will leave a sports team. It, I think it happens more than you would think. There's a lot of independent kids that I think they realize what they want, especially coming into high school sports as a freshman and realizing how much more of a time commitment it is because suddenly you have all these kids on a team and with some sports like soccer and football, it can be really intense. So kids realize that if they're not enjoying it, they usually finish out to the end of the year and call it quits, which is like, I respect that. It's kind of unfortunate that we say quitting. You know, maybe there's another way of us wording it that it's choosing <laughs> and 
in the case of a lot of those teens, it sounds like from what you all are saying that it's actually finding themselves and finding what makes them happy and to have that lesson relatively early in their life about doing things that make us happy or bring us fulfillment. It's kind of great timing to have that before you leave school and head out into the supposed real world. For me personally, I started to do basketball my senior year in the winter and I have always loved basketball just to play with my friends like after school one day, not seriously, not competitively or anything. And I wanted to give it a try. So I tried it and I did it for two weeks. I really liked it, but it just seemed way too competitive with the varsity players and JV players. And then sometimes I guess the coaches sort of take the fun out of it once in a while. And all you really want to do is just have fun and be there with your fellow teammates, like your new teammates that you've made friends with and just play around. But you also have to be serious at the same time. But for me, it was sort of like basketball was my way of like relieving myself of stresses and thinking of the future and how much time I don't have, I guess. And so then when I started playing on school team, then for me, it just got that sort of taken away. So I decided I chose to stop playing basketball and just stick with just having small games with my friends, which ended up for the best, which for me was really fun. For me, I don't wear a watch and that's kind of intentional. And it's also like, I don't really like having anything on my wrist, but for a while I did wear a watch and it was like, I'd always want to check the time in class to see like, Oh, five more minutes in class. Like, yes, out in five minutes can eat my lunch or something like that. And not having a watch on to like think about and look at throughout the day or throughout a class or my sense of time. I've thought of things not as just like another hour to get through, but it's like another hour here or another hour like in French class. And it's that's fine. I've become, it sounds kind of corny to say, but more at peace with what time goes by and what I'm spending my time doing and not being preoccupied by what time it is really. And I think that not having a watch has definitely been part of that as well. And I think that was also partly the shift into senior year and realizing that I do only have one more year left in my school and with my family, really. But I think it was also definitely a large part was the relatively conscious choice not to wear a watch anymore. As you all are thinking, and for Laura and Grady, you have to think back a little bit, but I'm curious about the topic around homework and you have choices in how much time you spend on your homework. You don't have a choice of the fact that you will probably or were given homework. So I'm curious as we think about parents and teachers and other teens listening today, I'm curious when you all think of homework and balance and how much time we have in a day and stress and success and achievement. I'm curious your take on homework, your your insights having Laura and Grady now graduated and EJ in your senior year, what your experiences were. If you were to do it again, might you change anything? I feel as though time management really fits into homework a lot, especially when you have after school things like clubs and sports and everything. But honestly, for me in high school, I really had to learn a lot about time management and what things I can put on my list to which ones are more important and which are the less important that I can get to later when I can. My parents were really flexible with me about homework. They knew that I would get it done, and if I didn't, then they would sort of 
keep track of me, like say, Laura, you gotta do your homework. We have a bad grade in this class or whatever. But yeah, they were really flexible about that, which was really helpful for me because it is really busy being a high school student, as stereotypical as that sounds, but it's a lot. I think that homework for me, I think in freshman year, time management was something that I was not good at. I'm still not amazing at it, but I'm a lot better than I've been. And so I'd sit down and do my homework and then go on YouTube and watch some videos and then do a little more homework. And my parents started to get a little bit angry and stay on my back a little bit more about homework and checking in if I was doing my homework and what I had to do. And then that just made me like not want to do my homework as much. And then it was just a path that went kind of in the wrong direction. And then in 10th grade for the first three months of 10th grade, I was on exchange in Paris and we got absolutely zero homework there. And I think the most I ever did in a night was like 20 minutes of homework and it was just very rudimentary, busy work, pretty much. And when I got back, I was a lot better with everything. And I had my homework because I didn't, I realized I was spending so much time doing my homework in ninth grade that I could be doing other things for and spending time with my family or being with my friends. And so 10th grade, I really had like, I got home from school, I did my homework, and then I could do other things. And I had a set time that I'd set for each assignment. And like, I wasn't going to spend too much time on the assignment or too little time. If I had to read a chapter, I'd set about the amount of time that I thought it would take me to read the chapter and then maybe make notes on it or something. And that's kind of a system I've kept ever since. And for me, homework has, I guess the busy work of homework is the stuff that's hardest for me to get done because it's pointless work that I, I I just really don't see a point in it. But I think I've become a lot more engaged in my classes through doing the homework in a timely manner and staying concentrated on that and I guess like kind of buckling down and just this is my homework time I'm going to do my homework so I can be done with it and do other things and that's been pretty valuable for me in these past couple years. I think for me the most frustrating part about in in high school was the busy work because that happens a lot and so certain assignments like wasn't teaching me anything would frustrate me and I think what I found as I got older, also as classes got harder, the homework generally became more purposeful. And that if I could find the purpose and why the homework was interesting, I would get it done faster and it would be more enjoyable. And I think even going forward to college, that will be even more of a change in, into everything that you're doing has a purpose and is, and is more interesting to learn. I'm curious, as you think about the topic of time, what questions you have for each other, either about your experiences or something that you're wondering about somebody else, perhaps something you've experienced resonating with somebody else or just general questions you have for each other. I've never been able to really pick my classes because my school is quite small and my class has 17 kids in it. There's just really isn't the opportunity to choose your class besides French or German and what instrument you play. And I'm curious about I guess I'm not sure if you guys really have any other experiences with that in high school besides taking required classes. But if you think like, I guess the homework time and the specific homework for classes and the motivation to do that is there. Like if you think it's increased at all when you have the ability to pick your classes. And I know that for me, I have felt in the past that I would prefer to be able to pick my own classes so I could choose what's interesting to me and the difficulty level of the material, I guess, as well. And I think that that potentially might have motivated me a little more. But I'm just curious about what you guys think. 
I took architecture my sophomore year, which was totally it. Like I had never taken any other class than basic subjects in art and band. One day I was like, oh, I'll just sign up for architecture. And we didn't, we didn't get homework. And it was a much more relaxed class because it was an elective. So, but what I did find was that it was more, it was, it was really engaging and it helped that I liked the teacher, but there was a lot more freedom in being able to choose the class and choose the project we worked on or whatever we were designing. And it ended up being one of my favorite classes that I took in high school. Yeah, I agree with Grady. When I'm sure it was a class, like it was something that you're really interested in architecture. So when you're especially interested and passionate about a certain subject, then you have even that more of motivation to really get whatever work you need done for that class and you just have fun doing it. So I think the wide variety of classes to choose from, it really helps um, to sort of explore what you're interested in, see if you actually do like it. It feels to me as I'm listening to each of you speak that you each have your finger on the pulse of time. (laughs) And I think a lot of high school students really struggle with this idea of balance. And I'm not going to say that you never went to bed too late or, you know, ran out of time to do your homework or were frustrated with how much something, how much time something was taking or perhaps the demands that other people were making on your time. But I don't think everyone has the balance that I hear you have. So I'm curious what advice you might give to kids or to their family members parents supporting them in helping them find this balance so that when it's nine o'clock at night and they don't have their homework done and they're feeling overwhelmed and totally stressed by the demands that are put on them because they got home from a game at 8 p.m. or they got home from work at nine. I'm really curious your insights on that. I think that exploring different strategies for you around your homework and the time you set aside to do it and even if it's that's just setting aside a time to do it sometimes i know for people it works best to do it right after school and i know people that it works best to wake up in the morning and do it or do it after dinner or even in study halls there's a lot of different time to get your homework done and that obviously changes person to person based on sports or other after school activities or and extracurriculars but i think experimenting with specifically homework and figuring out a good time for you to do that. I think that as high schoolers, a lot of our life does evolve, revolve around school. So homework is a obviously a big part. And I think for me, once I got that dialed in better, I was able to dial in my other time as well and structuring that, doing the things that I wanted to be doing. And yeah, I guess just experimenting with strategies that work for you and figuring out your best ways for you to study, best ways just for everything, I guess. So completing your homework as a way of making space for the things that you really want to do if homework isn't your choice. Yeah. Yeah, that totally makes sense. As a student, you just have to buckle down and get it done, or you have to set that time aside and be totally focused. And, like, of course, none of us are perfect at that. There's always distractions. But knowing that you can focus completely for an hour, you'll get so much work done. Whereas if you were distracted, the same amount of work could take three hours or more. I'm curious, as you ask that for each of you, what were you unplugged when you were doing homework? Did you have your notifications turned off or what what does undistracted look like? Undistracted for me is listening to music without any lyrics. It's just like certain 
beats, I guess. I just have a playlist on Spotify that I just put on and it doesn't distract me. It just really focuses me into whatever I'm doing. And when I really get into like the groove of doing my homework or whatever, I just keep going. And it's a really good feeling, especially the payoff in class when you turn in your homework. But honestly, if you're having like a really hard time trying to get your homework done with sports and games and everything, then teachers know that like students have a hard time with their time management. And if you like shoot them an email the night before or even talk to them, then they may understand. But as long as you don't use that excuse extensively, then they'll definitely hopefully cut you some slack and give you some help as long as you get it done at some point. I do a lot of my homework with music, with lyrics and without. It really depends on my mood, what music I listen to. And usually it's through my earbuds, although occasionally I'll play it over a speaker or something. But once I play my music, I put my phone as far away or silenced so I don't, I'm not tempted to look at it. That was probably one of my biggest distractions. My other distractions are usually stuff that I can't control, like my little sister coming into the room or my mom telling me it's dinner time or something like that. Um, so really the only frequent distraction that I have control of is my phone and staying away from that when I'm having my homework time. As you guys are thinking about the concept of time, I, another thing to think about is as, as you look back on high school, what are you grateful for in terms of the way you've spent your time? Any regrets on things you wish you had done more of or less of? I'm grateful for the time I got to spend with sports teams, and that really allowed me to build some great friendships. And I don't have a lot of regrets, but I was definitely slow at homework freshman year. Getting into that was hard, but I got better. I would agree with Grady on both of those. I, Through Ultimate, I met a lot of really cool people and established a different sort of connection with people through playing the sport and that shared experience and being on the team. Also freshman year, I wish that I had eliminated some of the distraction of my phone, my computer and YouTube through the process of doing my homework. It just lengthened everything by an hour or so each day is my best estimate. And if I'd cut that out, I would have had time to go biking or skiing or doing whatever else that I wanted to be doing at that time. And so that's probably my biggest regret when it comes to the time that I've spent and how I've spent it in high school, I think, so far. In sort of my sophomore year, I found myself really disliking homework, feeling like it took away a lot of my valuable time that I could be spending with family members and friends who some of them, like, I ended up losing in certain ways, which sort of made me rebel against homework and just all of this schoolwork that didn't really make sense to me. Like, why am I taking this math class? This isn't what I want to be doing in the future. But all of it really is just helping you become a better student and just a better learner for the future and anything that you want to do. So I feel as though taking the time to get the work done and try not to think about what you could have done differently and instead of just hating on your homework and rebelling against it just try and figure out the pros of why you're doing it and it'll help you get through it easier i think that's pretty similar for me to whatever i'm doing not just homework as well like out of waldorf school there's some i don't want to say eccentric but they kind of are in like holidays and fairs 
it's, it's a lot of ritual and there's messages behind it. And I think this year we have a holiday called Michaelmas that or St. Michael, he tamed the dragon instead of slaying the dragon. And that was like a really big deal. And that there's a lot to be learned in terms of like light and love behind that and kindness and how that can affect people for the better. But anyway, the holiday, I never really saw much point to till these past couple of years. I've, I've realized the message behind it, I guess, and that there's usually more to anything than what you see at first glance. And I think recognizing that is really important and you'll find a lot of more value in the time you're spending if you just put a little more effort into recognizing that, I guess. I'm wondering, as, as you sit here as 17 and 18-year-olds and think about the road ahead and how you will spend your time and how these years have been pretty formative, it sounds like, and giving you a chance to experiment with time. I'm curious, I wonder, as you move forward, what lessons you're taking from your time in high school, how you spent it, and which parts you're imagining you'll hold on to and what parts you may shed. For me, it's always setting aside that time to get outside or go running or skiing because wherever I am, that's kind of been a constant part of my day. And it really it really ends up being the best part of my day a lot of days. Feeding the rest of your day, I'm imagining. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, sort of what Grady is saying, like at least taking time out of your day to do something you really like feel like we'll just make the day even better and we'll kind of allow you to forget about whatever is in the back of your mind stressing you out just doing something you like will make it better i find that like grady i don't get outside and like spend time outside every day but when i do i find a lot of value in that i guess i know that there will always be times where i'll have to be doing something that i don't want to do or jumping through hoops of some sort and I guess getting outside and appreciating what's around me really helps me kind of get over that fact and recognize that yeah I might not be wanting to do something at the moment but it's just something that's always going to be there and I guess being at peace with that is better than stressing out about it really and I found that getting outside and uh, spending time in nature kind of helps me get over that fact and so I hope I'll hold on to that for the rest of my life. So in traditional Valo form, I'm going to ask us to end with a single word or two as you reflect back on this conversation. And I want to thank you for the time you took and the thought you put into it, capturing how you're feeling right now. On track. I think my words would have to be scales and peace. I would say focused and purposeful. And as I think about all you all have shared and honestly taught me about uh, healthy ways to navigate time in high school, the words that come to my mind are wise and balanced. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. If these topics interest you, we invite you to head on over to our blog, Kindling, for our thoughts on something teens often find themselves wanting more time for, sleep. Or you can come hang out with us on our website, volomain.org. Music from this episode was created by one of our many talented teens, Miles. It was a pleasure having you in our circle today. Until next time.